Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Twitter X account could be costing you soon. And Netflix is also coming after your wallet. Everybody wants more money. I know. I want more money. Me too. It's going to have to raise my prices. Oh, and Will Smith is weighing in on Jada, all things Jada. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Twitter. With X. Twitter. Okay. Or Elon. So Elon said he was thinking about charging users to be on X, and now he's actually doing it. He started testing the new plan this week in New Zealand and the Philippines. He claims he's not being greedy. He says charging people, quote, is the only way to fight bots without blocking real users. This won't stop bots completely, but it will be 1,000 times harder to manipulate the platform. Well, that makes sense. Also, he's only charging a dollar per year. A dollar per year. So this is for anyone that's on Twitter? Yeah. Or this is for the upgraded? No, this is for everybody. Already a charge in the U.S. for X Premium, which is $11 a month. That's the one that gets you the additional perks, like a verified account check mark, and I don't know what all. I don't. I don't tweet. If we don't I'm pay the dollar, will, does that does it go away? Like, does your ex account just vanish? That I don't know. That I don't know. So they're right. doing it across the seas, and they're going to bring it here next. Uh, that is, he's testing he's, it over there to see how it goes. I'm going to get rid of it. For you will not give him that dollar no, a year. But there's a billion people on Twitter or whatever, right? So if everyone does it, he gets a billion bucks. Well, after it's, taxes. <laughs> He really needs the money. <laughs> Simple math, but I'm not paying that. Yeah, I think the dollar a year is just a test. I don't think it's going to stay a dollar a year when he when this goes wide. Well, none of them seem to. Just look at Netflix. How much was Netflix when it first started? Wasn't it like six bucks, six I seven, it was eight like four ninety nine or something? Uh, I think when I jumped on a Netflix, I was paying. Maybe because I was getting the premium, like the four K streaming. So I think for me, it was like twelve. At the time, in the beginning, yeah, when I was living in OTR, so was that 2011? Oh. But that was the the most expensive one, right? That Is was that the what? most expensive yeah. tier, so you could probably get you know a basic version for like eight bucks. I think that's what we paid when we started. Seven ninety nine, right? The thing is, like, I'm I'm never on Twitter, so it, I can't really justify like spending money on something I never use. I don't scroll. I don't communicate with people on it. So yeah, may as well just let it go. Uh, we also got Netflix. Netflix, now that I'm willing to pay for. <laughs> and it's going to cost us more. 
We'll have a full story coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art netflix is just they just keep coming after us more money more money more money i'm so annoyed with this i just first of all you made me get my own account which I am not thrilled with. I know. They just had like the biggest yes. year or quarter of their entire right. existence because they wouldn't let us share anymore. Right. And I'm fine with not sharing with my mother anymore. I'm old enough to have my own Netflix account, and I understand that. But don't make me pay more. So they announced price hikes yesterday. The premium plan is jumping from 20 bucks to 23 Basic plan is going from 10 to 12 Well, you know, Netflix's position is blame those damn writers. So, yeah. Netflix recently killed the basic plan, but people who already have it are allowed to keep it. They just have to pay another two bucks a month. Does it? So, if I just signed up, I still have to pay this increase? Well, if you have the ad supported or the standard plan, they stay the same seven bucks and fifteen forty nine respectively. That's what I have. Fifteen. Obviously, Netflix thinks the price hikes are going to be worth it. They said as we deliver more value to our members, we occasionally ask them to pay a bit more. They're not the only ones raising prices. Disney Plus, Hulu Max, Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Plus, Spotify, YouTube Premium, and Apple Music have all done it in the last year as well. Ugh. I still haven't been able to cancel my Apple Music. <laughs> I like it, though. You've been working on that for six years. I know. <laughs> I if you hand me your it. phone, I'll bet I can cancel it right now. Just keep paying it. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think uh, if you go in, I think Jeff is right. I think if you go into the settings, because I had some sort of workout app that I just paid for again that was on some sort of renewal. Yeah. That I was like, what? And It, it wasn't set- the better me, was it? I don't know what it was. <laughs> it, it gave me like step-by-step instructions how to um, get rid of it. No, it's called Walk Fit. Oh, there you go. Huh. It told me, it was like, go into settings, turn this off. Yeah, I had an angry moment last night because Tim turned me on to a show, uh, like one of those home improvement shows with Jeff Lewis uh, the flipping out guy. Oh, did you watch the uh, celebrity one? Or yeah, it's so like Hollywood Hills makeover or something. I forget what it's called, but it's on Prime Video, sort of. I found out it's actually on this Free- sub service called Free V, which is pretty cool. I mean, there's commercials, but there's a lot of stuff See, out there. No, I lost my crap because <laughs> it was more than two minutes worth of commercials that I can't fast forward through. Um. I can't skip and. I just immediately for me, it was like, why am I paying for this? Yeah, well, here's the yeah. thing is freebie. You don't even have to pay for it. So if there are people going, hey, I want to watch all these shows and I don't have a way to do it. You can watch them on freebie for free. No subscription at all. But, but it's got ads. But it's on the Prime Video platform. But you can download the freebie app on your smart TV. Too much work, Tim. That's I'm just saying You're for people that don't want to pay, we're talking about all the raises. So they don't want to pay, take the freebie. No, but my point is, is I thought that I was getting this for yeah. free through Prime Video, which I pay for. Right. And only to find out. There's commercials. That Prime Video carries these additional subscription mm-hmm. services. 
Yeah. Mm. It just felt like a bait and switch to me. Yeah. Good show, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the Fortune Feimster. I'm only like episode one still. She's on a lot. She's on the whole season. Is she? <laughs> they keep adding things. I love her little house. Yeah. She's got this little 1,700 square foot house, and I don't even know what neighborhood it's in, but it's super cute. But it's too small for her because she's, you know, it's her, her wife, and they got at least one pet, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to make it work, but. That's a smaller house. Jeff what? wants her to, Jeff is like, I'll stage it for you, and then let's just sell it and get you into a place that's twice the size. Yeah, when you watch those huh. shows and you're like, who's buying a $6 million, 1,600 foot ranch? Yeah. Fortune Feimster. Fortune Feimster is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And did you guys hear that Nick Lachey's old house in you Columbia, Tusculum, so has been listed for $2.9 million? Oh. Yeah. I just shared that on the Jeff and Jen page this morning. They have tons of pictures of, and this is where they shot part of it's the show like a million home. years ago, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's got a nice little pool room. Oh, that reality office. show that they did? Yeah, so do you remember when him and Drew lived right next to each other? Mm-hmm. In Columbia, Tuscany. Right? Yeah, so yeah. like one of them lived here and one of them lived here and it was like gated. Yeah. That's this house and they, like part of it Which was. Which that gate was never actually closed, by the way. I know. It was we, always open. We would drive by there all the or time. Or broken. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I believe, like this was featured on the show. I think part of it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a nice fun. house. It is really pretty, but the neighbors are very close. That's what I was looking at, like. Yeah, that's have, the only drawback. You gotta have a really good relationship with the people that live next door, because you know y'all are on top of each other. Yeah, I think you can see each other. I'll tell you what, though, those home values, though, they weren't anywhere near that when he was living there. I don't <laughs> think he got two point nine million for anything close to it we when he sold send, it. I should send him the link and be like, "Hey, <laughs> look at the sales history." If you're in it. the market, right? Hmm. All right, so we recently heard that Tom Cruise has a clause in his movie contract stating that his likeness can't be used on merchandise. Well, we got some other weird or interesting things that other celebrities have put in theirs. So Keanu Reeves has a no digital editing clause because years ago, a tear was digitally added to his face and it changed his performance. And Mm. he didn't lie. I didn't know they could add a tear. That's kind of crazy. Didn't realize they could do that. I didn't either. Jack Nicholson demanded extra time off from shooting Batman so he wouldn't miss any Laker games. Oh, lucky him. That's fun. Queen Latifah refuses to die in any of her movies. That way she can always be in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Mark Wahlberg had a clause in his contract for Silver Linings Playbook that guaranteed him $900,000 if Anne Hathaway dropped out of the movie. That's not right. He wasn't in Silver Linings Playbook. No. He wasn't. She did, but he quit first, so he didn't get the payout. Right. Okay. Wow, I can't imagine that movie with Mark Wahlberg and Anne Hathaway. No. Yeah, that was, they were originally signed. So wow. Anne Hathaway was supposed to be Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Yes. And Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg was supposed to be Bradley Cooper. Yep. It I was can't a done. See it. They had the contract and everything. No I can't way. See it. Mm-mm. It's so much better. They won like awards for that. Oh, movie. everybody did. Yeah, it's such a good that's movie. A but that's movie. interesting to me, though, that like he's like, hey, if Ann Bales, you have to pay me $900,000 yeah. for wasting my time because uh-huh. I don't want to work with anyone else. Wow. That's the crazy thing is it that he didn't want to work with anyone else? Or? Yeah. So, like, if she goes, I go. Because he had no way of knowing they'd replace her with Jennifer Lawrence. Well, and Kill, I, I she just, wasn't as big a name then, was she? 
No. Well, she was Katniss Everdeen already. Yeah. yeah. I think she that was, was like a name. movie that she did not too long after all those Hunger Games yeah. movies, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I just feel like there's a huge age difference. Between Mark Wahlberg and, uh, and Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence? Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know if it's much more than Bradley Cooper was. Hmm. All right. Samuel L. Jackson demands time off to play golf twice a week. He also makes sure it's in his contract that he doesn't have to do a second take if he thinks he nailed it the first time. Dang. <laughs> nope, that's good. Yeah. Barbara, <laughs> Barbara Streisand demands peach-colored toilet paper to match her skin tone and rose petals in the toilet bowl. Fast and Furious stars The Rock, Jason Statham, and Vin Diesel all refuse to be depicted as the loser in a fight. So Diesel devised a point system based on the number of kicks, punches, and headbutts each of them delivered and received. Sounds exhausting. I know, right? That sounds like a lot of work. That's a lot to keep track of. Well, I guess everybody has a memoir coming out these days, and that includes John Stamos. His is called If You Would Have Told Me, If You Would Have Told Me, and it includes a pretty serious revelation. John says he was molested by a babysitter when he was 10 or 11 years old. The predator was a woman who was 18 or 19 years old, his response at that time was to pretend to be asleep. Uh, He said that's actually a phenomenon called the freeze response. When a child is vulnerable or can't escape, there can be sort of a playing possum effect. Uh, Fight or freeze. Yes, it's absolutely true. Don't move, don't speak, completely freeze up. Uh, for some people, it can feel like almost like an out-of-body experience, like you are sort of in a way, for, forgive the expression, but like teleporting your soul out of your body until the experience is over, uh, just waiting until things get normal again. And he felt he had to talk about it because, quote, unless I was 100% forthcoming, like, why am I doing this memoir? Uh, So John almost told the story in 2018 when he was accepting an award for his advocacy on behalf of abused children. But he decided, quote, you know what, tonight's not about me. It's about the kids. I'm going to pack it away again until the right moment. Also in the book, John talks about how much he hated Rebecca Romaine. Really? After they split. Really? Yes, he's yeah. he held on to that hatred. He said way too long. Wow. But they, he, they didn't have kids together. No, because he okay. No. He just had kid, like right. kids with this recently. New, yep. Yeah, but he's he on my just list still. I love him. He felt a lot of hatred toward her after that marriage ended, and he eventually came to realize he was also at fault. Hopefully his insides aren't being eaten away today with all that yes. hatred. Right. Hopefully he's been able to let most of that go. Mm-hmm. You guys don't have to be friends. But... <laughs> you don't have to waste all that energy. Right. Yep. All right. So Will Smith has spoken. It's kind of cool, actually. Will Smith surprised Jada Pinkett Smith. She was on stage in Baltimore Wednesday night, and he declared his love for her. She was in Baltimore. She was at the School for the Arts. She is a graduate of that school, and she was there promoting her memoir. And Will came on stage. 
He said, I just really wanted to come out and just be here and hold it down for you the way you've held it down for me. We have had a very, very, very long and tumultuous relationship. We call it brutal. It was brutal and beautiful at the same time. Yeah, I like that. Jada was stunned. She covered her mouth. She got so emotional, she just stood there and just covered her mouth with one hand while he made these remarks. So that was a moment. Uh, that could have gone a couple different ways. Yeah, totally surprised. <laughs> yeah. So elsewhere, Will Smith said that the couple's rocky union has been a sloppy public experiment in an unconditional love. He said, as I stand here before you today, I am happier than I've ever been in my entire life. I have achieved every single thing I have ever wanted in my entire life. There's not one thing left that I desire in this world. All of the awards, all of the money, the family, everything I've ever dreamed. The I, and, and then he thanked Jada for supporting his career and family, saying his dreams were largely built on the foundation of Jada's sacrifices. Hmm. Yeah, he also thanked her for raising Willow and Jaden as well as his steps as his son. Oh, Trey. Her, traps, her steps on Trey. Yeah. He said, can you show up and love somebody for the rest of your life even when you don't agree with them? Jada is the best friend I have ever had on this planet, and I'm going to show up for her and support her the rest of my life. Wow. That's great. She then called Will Babe as he ended his speech. And she also addressed where the couple stands today. She says, we continue to heal the relationship. Will and me are good. I don't know what you guys are hearing, but I'm hearing a whole list of more lies. You think so? 100%. Uh, they've been lying for six years. On they just snap of a finger and it's back to good? Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't believe anything you say. I, I did see, though, that um, there's speculation that the two of them now are going to write a book. I was just Together, reading that. I heard that, yeah, too. I was just reading that this morning on TMZ that, that, be, that they're going to come clean about all of their stuff in their new book. In their story together. Hmm. She said all the people who don't understand and got something to say are just going to have to fall in line. So I, fall in line, Tim. Fall in line. <laughs> I'll start caring about them as much as I did three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I'm ready to move on from this story as well. Tim. Will Smith yeah. is the ninth highest followed person on TikTok. Really? Wow. Yeah, everybody else on this list besides The Rock, who's right behind Will Smith at number 10, I've never heard of in my life. I have no clue who they no. are. If you want to feel old, <laughs> see how many names you recognize on the list of the 10 most followed people on TikTok. We're, yeah, I'm just going to respond with, I love her. <laughs> Cobby oh, Lane. She's so funny. 162.1 million followers. Is that, what's I don't even name? know if I'm pronounced. Cobby? Is, K-H-A-B-Y, Cobby Lame. Do we, do, I don't. He's I, known for posting videos where he silently mocks complicated, quote unquote, life hack videos. Okay. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I had to see his face because I don't always know their names. He's from Senegal. Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. With 151.4 million followers, she's known for her dance videos. Her family has their own reality series on Hulu called The D'Amelio Show. Those people are Never heard bank. Of them. Yeah, they sure are. Bank. Bella Porch. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing these names right. Yeah. 93.2 million followers. She's known for lip sync videos and cosplay content, but she's also released music of her own. Never heard of her. Does she have an she's from the She's from the Philippines. Yeah, it looks like she might. Addison Ray, known for her dance videos. You know her. She's the one that's always hanging out with the like. She was really good friends with the Kardashians for a hot minute. She was with Courtney all the time. Couldn't pick her out of a lineup. <laughs> She's got dark hair. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is a big one. So who is that? 
So he's like, I don't even know how he's funded, but he is worth like millions and millions and gajillions of dollars. And he goes out and he does like all of these challenges, um, like where he's like, if you know, if you do this, I'll give you $100,000 and people do stuff. But it's usually for like the greater good. Like he, he does stuff where he just gives people money all the time. He's going to be in a Super Bowl commercial with Justin Timberlake. So it was like a philanthropic kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. But he also does like they're like the most recent thing that I saw was where he put all these people in a circle and if they could survive the longest in the circle, he would give them like five hundred thousand dollars. Well, he's also the most subscribed person on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. People uh, love him. Yeah. Zach King, he's a YouTuber known for posting short edited videos that make it look like he's doing magic. Uh how do you pronounce his name? Kimberly Loeza? She's a Mexican YouTube singer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Barack Ozdemir, the Turkish chef. He's at number eight, followed by Will Smith and The Rock. Yeah, a lot of these are international. Like, most of those people are international people on yeah. there. Yes, I don't follow any of them. Miss yeah, no, I was going to say, you're on TikTok more than any of us, YouTube I think. Are. Well, I like reels. All right, guys, that's your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to Ringling Brothers Barnum Bailey Circus. It's the greatest show on earth, October 27th through the 29th at Heritage Bank Center. Uh, plus, we're going to set you up with a $50 Kroger gift card for Sweetest Day this year. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sarah. Yes, good morning. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Excellent. Doing all right. I got some headlines here. If you can pick the ring, the real one, you're going to go to the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus and got a gift card for you to go to Kroger and stock up on everything you need for Sweetest Day. Sound good? Yep. All right. So which one's real? Is it A? A guy tries to hide by putting up a sign that says he's not hiding there. Is it B? Man with not drunk sticker on his car gets pulled over for DUI. Or C, woman wearing T-shirt that says, I'm not pregnant, I'm fat, wins pie-eating contest. I'm going to go with C. Nope, not today. Oh, man. <laughs> it's actually, it's A. Oh, man. He's oh, not wow. hiding there. Wow. Yeah, last Saturday, police in Florida were looking for a 41-year-old man named Johnny Yates to arrest him for aggravated battery. They got a tip that he was at a residence, so they headed over there and actually saw a whiteboard which had a message written in marker that said Johnny Yates does not, in caps, <laughs> live here. <laughs> and That's as convincing as that is, right. 
The police didn't leave. Huh. A person was seen leaving the home, and the cops approached them and asked them if they knew where Johnny was, and they said, oh, yeah, he's right inside. He's in there with some other people. (laughs) So the police from outside yelled for Johnny to come out. He did not. So they tried smoking him out before finally bringing in the canines. Smoking him out. Uh, The dog sniffed Johnny out. He was found hiding in a modified chest of drawers, whatever that is. Johnny was arrested along with the four other people at the house who would not have been arrested had they cooperated with authorities, but... But they didn't. You're going to jail, too. I can can understand his thinking. I mean, we've all known people who... Yeah, like this poor guy he has a phone number that's very close to my vet's phone number, and I can't tell you how many times I have misdialed it. Oh, oh yeah. And he's picked up, and I'm like, ah. Oh. So, you know, he, he picks up, I'm not the vet. Oh. I'm not, you know. So you can see how yeah. that may be, you know, if you live somewhere where someone else used to live that used to be trouble. Yes. You could see where you would put up a sign. Or put something in in your mailbox or something somewhere that says, you know, the person you're looking for no longer resides here. Yeah, so there's a guy in Texas who has the same name as I do. Uh-huh. So every time I am selling a house, you know, every time I'm I'm approaching closing. Uh-huh. He gets calls. <laughs> well, there's always there's always like a flag. There's always an issue with uh you know, escrow or whatever it is, like, you know, Tim, you're in real estate. So, like, why would this hang me up? Like, there's a guy in Texas who is wanted for lack of child support, and he's got warrants out for assault oh. and battery, <laughs> aggravated ra- robbery or whatnot. And so this always holds up the deal until they can verify that I'm not him. You're not that guy. Before we are able to execute the purchase or the sale of the house. It's probably in underwriting with the bank and the title companies clearing everything. And they're double checking that you are who you say you are and all of that stuff. Yeah. That's probably what it is. We do run into that quite often. It's not just you. Wow. Yeah. And it usually involves like having to go to Hamilton County or Ohio or BCI or whatnot to get approve. Mm-hmm. Right. Every time. Checks and balances. Yeah. So mm. anyway, I put my my new place under like my full name instead of just the abbreviation because that's what like the abbreviation was the common name. Right. You know, like and first name, middle initial, and last name. Because there's a million of them. So it just takes one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the guy who's on the no-fly list yeah. that you share a name with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every time any Jeff Thomas goes to buy a house, they got to go through this same crap, you think? Yeah, like, it, you know, Jeff A. Thomas. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So buy. that sucks. I did, like, the entire full, every single name, legal name on there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so come closing when I'm signing a million papers. You got to write out your full name. I had to write, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. And so whenever I get the tax bill, it's just funny. It's got all those names on it. But it saved me from having to go through that experience. But that's what my driver's license says. That's what my passport says. Sure. So everything matches. Oh, speaking of which, uh, so I was was at the bank, and the bank manager, you know, he's looking at my ID. We're doing some stuff. And he goes, hey, you know, your driver's license expires next month. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to do that. And he goes, "Uh, you know, you can do it online. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I did it online. It took me 10 minutes. You're kidding. Well, how does that work? Like, they don't take another picture? He's like, no, they just use the same picture, provided, you know, there's no major change in your appearance, yeah. which there isn't. So, yeah, uh, yeah went online. Ohio BNB website literally took me 10 minutes. I got on the mail like less than wow. a week later. And I think you can pay for like five or eight years if you really yeah, don't I did think eight. about it. Oh, for a did while. I? I think yeah. I got four on mine. I did eight because it was the same thing when I went. I was like, I hate coming here for renewal. Yeah. And so it's like $50 or something. Oh my God, that was the easiest thing ever. Yeah, mine is up in 2029. Yeah, same. They were like, I said, how long can I keep it? I like the picture. Let's, you know, let's go. Yeah, and if you've already got, like, the, the star, like, the verified yeah, star on yeah. there, then you're, you're good. good. Uh, if the you federal. don't have that, when then I... When does that start? I think May of... Is it May of next year? Yeah, they keep extending it, so... You know, one of those things. Do you I have, still a, do you have a passport, though? I do, but I have no idea where where okay, it is. Great. I Never put mind. it somewhere <laughs> so I would remember. And, now and you the don't place know. I thought I put it, it is not. Do you have a safe? Is it in the safe, maybe? No. No. Oh, well, never mind. It's it's honestly, it's a lot easier. It's in the utility drawer in the kitchen yeah. or someplace. She'll find yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. I, I mean, seriously, that's how my mind works. Yeah, but it's a lot easier now to get your federal ID than it used to be because you used to have to take in all this crazy paperwork and what stuff. What do you have to take now? Well, I think now you just have to know your social security number and they can pull it up that way. Before you had to take in your social security card or your there was all kinds tax of form stuff. or a bunch of crap or your passport if you can find it. Yeah, no, right. that's not true because your no. passport does not have your social security number on. Oh, it. Oh, right, right. Because right. I took my passport thinking, oh, I've already been federally checked. They'll and just it wasn't check enough. me off, and it was not enough. Yeah. So then I was like, screw oh. it, I'm not coming back here. But I think now you this just is have the to kind know of stuff your... that just overstimulates me yes, and ma'am. overwhelms me. Correct and I just am Like, why did they have to make it so hard? They don't anymore. It's easier now. All right. Just do it. You. Sign yourself up. Okay. But it's those moments where I'm entering a foreign country or I'm coming back into this country and I sail right through, no fuss, no muss, that I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lindsay is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're here to give her the backup she needs. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I feel kind of, like, awkward talking about this, but I really need your guys' help. We'll do our best. Take us to the beginning. How did you meet Beth? Okay, so I met Beth on Pink Cupid, and... If I'm being totally transparent here, I only recently started dating women at all. So it's been super... What's the app? Pink? Pink Cupid. Huh. Okay. okay. 
Never heard of it, but uh-huh. I believe it's out there. Yes, it is. And um, it was super fun talking to her on the app. And I just felt by far this was the most connected I've ever felt to a woman. And she's just an incredible person. Like we have so much in common. And one of the biggest things is that we're both, we love dogs. We're super big animal lovers. And so we both volunteer at rescues and we are constantly fostering. And it's a big passion that we both share. And it's, I didn't realize how important it was to me to have that in common with someone that I'm dating. Right. So we finally had our first date at Incline Public. Mm-hmm. So we were there for a few hours, we had some drinks, and then she did end up inviting me over because she was fostering a litter of puppies. (gasps) Oh my God. I know. I was like, such a good way to get me over. (laughs) (laughs) That'll work every single time. Uh And they were so cute, you guys. And I ended up staying there for a while and we had some more wine. The night went well, so I did end up staying over, and I'm telling you guys, there was such good chemistry, and it was such a good date, and our connection is so good, so I literally have no idea what went wrong. I've been racking my brain, and I literally can't come up with anything, like, Even when I left in the morning, I kissed her and I hugged all the puppies and I told her to call me later and she said that she would. And then she never did. So I'm so confused. Now, is she dating around, do you think? Like, I don't, uh, I'm not familiar with the app any more than Jen is, so I don't know what the understanding is that these are folks who are seeking relationships. Or Or is this like a Tinder version? Is it a hookup site? Well, something Beth and I talked about was that we were both are both interested in dating seriously. Okay. So that conversation Not necessarily did happen. with each other, but we are both looking for a relationship. If right. that makes sense. Okay. So you didn't hear another word from her after you left her place. Nothing. Literally no text, no call. I've just been it's been radio silence. And you obviously reached out. Did you leave a voicemail? I'm just trying to get a sense of what efforts you made to talk to her. Yeah, so I sent her a follow-up text, like, I had so much fun last night. And then I did, I double-texted a couple days later, and I just asked if she wanted to hang out, and nothing, no word. And then a follow-up question. When you communicated, originally you were communicating through the app before you saw each other in person. When you, like, after the date, were you communicating on the same platform or did were you doing this by phone based on a phone number she gave you that's a good question we were after we met we did exchange numbers so this was via text all right i'm just wondering if maybe there's an outside chance you entered the phone number wrong yeah or something that's not a bad idea but also i don't want to get my hopes up in case she really is right yeah yeah i hear you okay so We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call her up on the telephone using the number you gave us. And if that doesn't work, then maybe try reaching out on the app. That's not a bad idea. Okay, well, I guess we'll see if she takes up. We'll see what happens when we come back in just a few minutes. Second date update continues on Cincinnati's Q102. 
This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, Lindsay met Beth on, I'm sorry, pink what? Pink Cupid. Pink Cupid. And she felt a certain connection to her almost from the get-go and it was just confirmed when they were at Incline Public House how they have so much in common, their love for dogs. They both volunteer for rescue organizations. And that was sort of the lure that got Lindsay to Beth's house. She went back there because mm-hmm. she's got this uh, litter of puppies. Oh, yeah. That she's fostering right now. So. I'd have fallen for that one, too. Oh, my God. So that led to, would you like a glass of wine? And she ended up staying and just the chemistry and the connection and everything that was felt convinced her there's something here. So when she left the next morning, there was a hug and a kiss, and she kissed all the puppies goodbye. And, <laughs> you know, of course she did. <laughs> she says, I'll, I'll see you again or I'll talk to you again. And she seemed down with that. But then when she reached out, when she texted her and tried to call her, there was no response. So unless there's anything else that you think is pertinent, Lindsay, we're just going to call her. I say we just go for it. Get it over with. Let's do it. All right, let's see. Hello? Hi, is this Beth? Um, This is. Who's this? Okay, sorry. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? I wasn't sure we had the right number. Wow, Jeff and Jen. You listen to our show. Have we t- have we spoken to you before? Uh, no, but I do listen to your guys' show, like when I'm commuting to work and stuff. So right. I'm actually so shocked you're calling me right now. I know, because to me, you didn't sound shocked at all. You sounded like you knew us. Like on a personal well, level. I know you guys. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, kind of like it's almost like a celebrity call you, you know? Well, I use that term very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. All right. I'm glad you're a fan. But the reason we're calling is because we spoke to your friend, Lindsay, who you spent a little time oh. with, hung out at Incline Public House. And I think you had her over for a little bit and she got to meet the puppies and... Mm-hmm. She was telling us about your meetup, and it just sounded like a lot of fun. And I think the, he likes uh, you. Yeah, she might want to see you again. How do you well, feel about that? I guess I'm busted. <laughs> but here's the thing: I love her passion for dogs, and you know, when I had her over, she was like super adorable with all the puppies. Like I could just tell she really had like a way with animals. And there was this one moment, you know, that kind of gave me the ick. There's always the one moment, you know, just the one moment yeah, in time. I was, I was so disappointed, too, because everything was going so great, but it was just so out of left field for me. I just, like, was so shocked. Um, 
it's something she said, and I don't know, like, you guys might have to censor me. Um, okay. But as things were kind of, you know, progressing, getting a little hot and heavy, I guess you could say, she said to me in a seductive voice, beaver. Oh. What did she say? <laughs> beaver. <laughs> I just don't. Is that not said? I can honestly say I don't think I have ever referred to mine as that. That I can think of. Maybe in a joking way, I would say something goofy or silly, but never like in a heat of a moment, like things, you know, progressing. I don't think that that has ever or would ever. But I don't know. You know, maybe that is terminology that some women do use. Well, I guess it's all a matter of perspective because it wouldn't have shut me down in the way that it did you. Has a woman ever said that to you, Jeff? No, but I'm, I'm you're thinking open. it would be. <laughs> but you're a dude, too. Right, I mean, it's is perspective. Is there anything a woman could say that would shut you down? Probably. Probably something she would want to do to you that you wouldn't be open to. Well, no, like if she started doing baby talk or something, that might. See, that's your thing. If she would said thing. beaver, hey, Jeffy, will you please my beaver? Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? It's so uncomfortable. Pity peas of sugar on top, will you please? Okay, you please? proved your point. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, it is a good word for it. <laughs> it all right, so I got you. I got you. I just... But it's all the delivery. You, you know? said she said it in a seductive way, which is also subjective. Yeah. Sure. I think she was being serious, you know? And so I was like, oh. Uh... <laughs> okay. Was that the, did she only say it once? Did she say anything else? What did, did it, did it prevent you from, you know, Kind of de-escalated things from there because, like, you know, it shocked me so much. I kind of got turned off. So I was like, you know, maybe we should slow down a bit. We don't want to rush, you yeah. know, anything. Was, was it all, was it, was it the eat and the beaver? Or was it just the beaver or just the eat? The eat's or? not so bad, I'll be honest. It was all the beaver. I okay. just <laughs> was imagining a beaver with the tail and everything. Beaver dam. Too many visuals in my yeah. mind. I get you know? it. November yeah. is uh, home of the full beaver moon. Is it? Yeah. Well. Good to know. Hmm. Well, and aren't yeah. there, what are there, beaver anal glands in something? A natural flavoring. Ooh. Raspberry Ooh. flavoring raspberry sometimes flavoring. is ex- excreted anal uh, glands from a beaver. Oh, yeah. See, who knew? I never knew that. <laughs> All yeah, right. it's, it's pretty effed up. Well, <laughs> let's bring, uh, sorry, Lindsay into the conversation. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, guys. I'm just so confused because I literally don't remember saying this at all. That's a good, that is a good stand to take. I do not recall. (laughs) I don't remember it. I don't believe I did it. That's right. (laughs) I'd stick to that story, too. (laughs) But you also stated earlier that you are relatively new to dating women. Is that right? That's true, but, like, I don't think I've ever said that before, so... I'm literally at a loss. Like, 
I mean, of course, like, I believe that, but I'm just so embarrassed and I'm sorry. I can't believe I said that. I was trying to imply a rookie mistake with my question. Oh, but yeah, yeah, could be. Some would argue, hey, you know, just your form of self-expression. We did have some drinks, so, you know, maybe that also influenced your word choice there a little bit. We did have a lot to drink. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who among us are always smooth and verbally smooth in those situations? That's true. Certainly not I. Exactly. And, I mean, I still would really like to go out with Beth and maybe limit my alcohol intake and word choice. But yeah. I mean, do you think that's a good conversation? You know, you know, as we all attempt to become better communicators within relationships, because we know communication is key, misunderstandings cause all kinds of problems and issues, maybe a conversation to have is what kind of languaging turns you on? What kind of languaging turns you off? And which languaging just makes you giggle? Right. I don't know why not. I mean, it might be fun to sit down and make a list. And now I, I know Beaver is off the list. <laughs> That's so funny. Don't include any rodents with large tails. Oh, my goodness. Okay. If you guys hey, are down you know, for I just a... got to say. Yeah. Say like I'm sorry for ghosting you. You know, I, I really did have a fun time with you, and I guess this isn't like a massive deal breaker for me. And I think you guys are right about like this conversation. You know, maybe we could talk more about you know what turns us on and off, and take it from there. I I would be like open for a second date if you are. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Cool. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and we'll pay for it with a five dollar oh Canadian God. bill. <laughs> Which has a beaver on it. That's so funny, really? I don't know. One of them does. That's great. All right. Then we'll set it up. You both were lovely to talk to, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm glad we were able to clear up this misunderstanding. You do have so much in common in your passion for for animals. I just, I love that. I think that's great. Yeah, I can't wait to see where it goes. It's our pleasure. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Lindsay, we're going to set this up with you, Beth. We'll let you go, but you'll be hearing from Lindsay shortly with the details, okay? Can't wait. All right, you got it. <laughs> Hang on. Wow. Okay. Second date update. You need a little help. All you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. All right. Coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. funny when i set my alarm i set it for 415 425 <laughs> and 435 yeah i have a similar <laughs> i have 413 now 422 430 yeah i don't know why so random that's funny now i i could just set it for one time and hit the snooze button but for right. some reason i put three different entries in there yeah. do you let me ask you this so i do 345 and 415 but I will snooze in between the two alarms. No, and that's that's the insanity of what I do is I put these three alarms in, and I always get up on the first one. Yeah. Oh, really? But it's, you know, in the event that I had a rough night or mm-hmm. that I'm just not feeling great, 
then I do have these backups in in case it's I have a bad day or I miss the first one or something right. or maybe Kristen will hear it. Yeah. I just it's a sense of security for me, but you know, I hit it three times instead of two the other morning, and I was like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. really? That was bad. That's my 415 alarm. That's the oh, bleep, you're oh, going to be late for boy. work alarm. Yeah. Well, we've heard so many people out there, so many sleep experts and studies that say it's not good for you to hit the snooze button. Uh, you're depriving yourself of sleep that you could have gotten if you just slept in later. And, mm. uh, you're not really getting quality sleep to begin with. Uh, but this latest study found that hitting snooze might not actually be a bad thing. Researchers at Stockholm University in Sweden couldn't find a ton of actual proof that hitting snooze is bad for us. So that this is why they did their own study. They brought in more than 30 regular snoozers to a sleep lab for two nights. Uh, one morning, they got to hit snooze three times for a total of 30 minutes. Wow. On the other, they did not hit snooze but still got that extra half hour of sleep. So which one was better? They found there was really no difference. Even when people hit snooze three times, they still were able to get an extra 24 minutes of sleep. And surprisingly to me, it was still considered a good sleep. Huh. Waking up for those few minutes evidently didn't matter, according to the scientists. It didn't seem to affect their mood. It didn't seem to affect how tired they felt, and it didn't affect cortisol levels either. Wow. That's the hormone that helps wake us up. Mm -hmm. They also had each person take a test right after they woke up, and some of them actually did better on it after hitting snooze. So does this mean we should all do it? Probably not. Everyone in the study was a regular snoozer. And they think some of us might just be more predisposed to it. Yeah. Especially young adults and night owls. They also polled 1,700 people to find out why we hit snooze. That's what I was curious about. Like, when did I start snoozing and at what point did it become like my sleep habit? Was it, be was it like when you became a mother? Or like, I don't think so because I worked here with you guys before I was a mom and I would still snooze then. Yeah, you were partying out late. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird. I don't know why I started doing it. 25% said the main reason is usually they're just too tired to get up. Yeah, maybe yeah. that is why. I, it's I like for me, it's happening. good intentions. You know, I have these good intentions of things I'm going to do other than just, you know, go to the bathroom, take a shower, brush my teeth, feed the animals, and leave. Yeah. You know, there's other things I'm going to get done. But then when the alarm goes off, I'm like, I don't want to do the those brain things. and the body. I want to going, stay right where I am for nine directions. more minutes instead. Uh, reason number two, 17% said it just feels good to hit snooze. Mm -hmm. uh, the third reason, and one that I could probably relate to more, is you just prefer to wake up more gradually. You know, uh, like I'm one of those yeah. people, like when I wake up, I kind of like to just, you know, kind of open my eyes, kind of look around the room, take in the scene, think about, all right, what is today? What do I have going on today? Sort of acclimate myself to what I'm facing, get myself uh -huh. in the frame of mind, kind uh -huh. of psych myself up if I need to be. Uh, and then other people are just worried that they won't wake up to the alarm, so they set it earlier than necessary. Mm -hmm. I listen to the news, and I sort of fade into awakeness. Yeah. And then the alarm goes off 15 minutes later. 
Mm. Is the news an aggressive way to wake up, though? No, it, it, it tells me whether I need to get my ass up early. Oh. Is there a tornado? Did Is we go to war? Is it a usual day? Okay, I'm staying in here 20 more minutes. Oh, yeah, not me. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hear anything about the news until I get to work. But I shut the alarm off, and then I lay there with no extra alarm. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's brave. Yeah, it is brave, because I would go back to bed and just not show up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up after the break, uh, I was looking over this other study, uh, if you want to call it that, on the way you butter toast and how it says a lot about your personality, and I think this might actually be dead on. Yeah. Ooh. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. in England, although coffee is gaining. Uh, but the tea and toast combination is a big thing in England, and uh, I only mention it because a new study found the average Brit butters, the average Brit butters 574 slices of bread a year. Wow. Yeah. And how you butter your toast can supposedly say a lot about your personality. I love this story. Do you, it's one of my favorite Dr. Seuss books, the Butter Battle Book. Do you guys, are you familiar with the Butter Battle book? I no. hate all Dr. Seuss books. Oh, my God. Oh, I love Dr. Seuss. I love them so much. I, I have all of the books that I had when I was a kid still. Um, Do they even make it's this about I've never heard of the it. The Butter Battle book. There's yeah. even They even made a movie out of it. You know, a short, like, animated film out of it. Yeah, it's about the, this this these two countries that are divided by a wall and on one side of the wall they butter their toast on the top of their oh, bread. Oh, I do remember and this. And on the other side of the wall they butter the bread on the bottom side of the bread and they are at war with each other That's right. because of how they buttered their bread. So this is a great book that's teaching about conflict and mm -hmm. you know there's more than one right way to do it and right. what's worth going to war over and it's just well, brilliant. Well, you know, we get a lot of these types of stories for news that didn't make the news. And, you know, half the time I just kind of roll my eyes. They're BS. They're kind of fun to read. But uh, I was looking over this one and they had some psychologists weigh in on how different people do it and what it says about you. And I have a very distinct way of buttering my bread and it it pegged what me it? to the nine. What do you do? I'm trying to think of multiple ways of buttering bread. Same. <laughs> like. I'm, so, I'm in such a big hurry to put the butter on the bread to get it in my mouth. I don't even pay attention. There are <laughs> nine different ways to butter your bread. All right. Let's have a way. Okay. So there's the glider. So the glider just tosses some butter on. You know, you glide it across the bread once or twice and, and boom, you're, you're done. Okay. Okay. It means you're laid back, easy going, and okay with change. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, there's, now this is me. I am total coverage. Oh. I am total coverage. Like it's as if I'm it's like I'm doing a floor. Like sure. I'm, like well, I just laid wanna... concrete down on a floor and I want it like perfectly smooth and even. And you don't want a bite of bread with no butter on it. Exactly right. right. It has to be equal buttered. Every square inch of yeah. the bread must have butter. And what does that say about you? You're methodical, precise, organized, and like to be in control. That's the main thing. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And yeah, it ding, ding, drives ding, ding, ding. Kristen crazy. It does. Why? 
she doesn't like me taking an entire slice of bread and buttering the whole thing and then taking bites out of it. She wants me to, you know, take a slice of bread out of the bread basket, uh-huh. take a smear of butter, uh-huh. lay it on the side of the dish, and then take little pieces of the bread and butter them individually. She oh, as she bites? As you bite, you would butter it before the bite? Yeah, she says oh. it's it's more... Uh, refined. refined that refined. way, I it's guess. It's like cutting Savage. your whole steak. You you cut one bite of a time of your steak. You don't slice up your whole steak. Well, and that's true. And she made that point. <laughs> but, you must treat your bread as if it's steak. But like if we're in a nice place and I take a piece of bread and I smear like butter all over it and then I'm sitting there at the table <laughs> eating it like this. She's don't like, dear God, could you please... I thought so, but apparently not. No, I'm saying the four of us, though, because I'm thinking about when we eat. Like, we don't eat together super often, but when we have our holiday like dinner kind of eat, at right. Jeff Ruby's, I feel like each one of us takes our own time with the butter, and we don't re-up. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're all spreaders. I think I, it all depends, might, too, on the right. softness of the butter. Yeah. The type I of butter. I hard butter, man. How oh, much yeah. butter That's is, so upsetting is readily available. See, do and I, I don't need to like stretch it out? When yeah. you go somewhere like um, like Cracker Barrel or First Watch, when they put the butter on the bread and then hand it to you. Oh, yeah. So it, I don't, don't enjoy do that. Right. Like, Because they do don't that. do full coverage. They very rarely. Not. Also, sometimes it's kind of wet. Yes. It's sort of and soggy. moist. up. Yes. There's the clumper. Oh. Uh, the clumper is minimal spreading, just one or two pads of butter mashed into the bread. Yeah. Oh, I don't understand that. That's, so far, I'm the clumper. It, it means you clumper? think outside the box and like to do things your own way. Well, that's because the whole piece of bread goes in your mouth at the same time. Also yeah. says you tend to <laughs> be late a lot. Yeah. I don't know if I'm late, but so far I'm the clumper, but there's still 14 other ways to do this. <laughs> I'm so confused. Here's number four. Would you like some toast with that butter? Oh, if you use way more butter than most people, you like probably a have a happy disposition, enjoy life, and don't mind overindulging. I was putting a lot of butter on the bread of Longhorn the other day. Yeah. When you describe that, that sounds like who I am as a person, but I don't enjoy extra butter. <laughs> I mean, the, the bread is sort of the vehicle for the butter. Yes. That's Truly. Tr- yeah. I have jam on my toast. That's why I'm, I'm so, this is hard. Uh, number five, the crust avoider. You butter the middle of the bread, but don't go to the edges. Okay. Well, that is a sign you're extremely neat. You don't want to make a mess, so you make sure you butter inside the lines. Mm-hmm. Mm. Little side note here. She loves the crusts of bread and mm-hmm. often will not eat the flesh of the bread, yeah. and she'll just hand that to me. But when she's cutting, like when she's breaking off pieces of the bread, it's usually the crust. And she butters the inside of the yeah. crust. Mm-hmm. And then she's, do you want the inside part? Wow. You guys spend a lot of time with toast. I was going to say, they <laughs> really do. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing in our relationship. It sure is. That and the thermostat. Uh, the double cider. You spread butter on both sides. Who does that? Is that a British thing? Oh, no. But like butter if you go. Sides? So if yeah. you go to Raising Cane's, you can get butter on both sides. And that's actually really good. Wow. Because they have like this piece of toast that's kind of got like this garlic butter on it. And they like, I think they put it on the grill. I'm not exactly sure. Well, now garlic But you want you, it to be on both sides. Yeah, that you that you put in the oven and get all crispy. I would think, yeah, you want butter on both, both sides, sides of that. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a double cider, that's a sign you're creative. Live by your own rules and don't mind being the weird one. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh-huh. Bingo. There's the tear and spread. <laughs> 
Oh, this is Kristen, where you tear pieces off and butter them individually. <laughs> Look at this. You're fun, outgoing, think differently. You probably have good communication skills. Probably because you have to explain yourself a lot, but yeah, Kristen's fun. She's outgoing. Totally. Uh, yeah. Uh, domestically, I think she thinks differently. You know, she's she's good at hacks. She's good at like inside the house and kitchen hacks. Yeah. You know, if we have like a really heavy piece of furniture to move and she'll say, hey, uh, will you help me move that bar later? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. And then I'll come home and it's already moved. I'm like, who helps you move it? She yeah. goes, oh, I did it myself. How? And then she shows me, uh -huh. oh, I got these little slider things. And I just tipped it up and it took me two seconds. It was easier than I thought. Like, that's just <laughs> an example of the kinds of stuff she does or like warming the plates before. Oh, putting the food on? Yeah. See, I would have been like, well, I moved it because I got sick of waiting for you to get home from work. So I just did it myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's the curler. They're referencing a specific utensil called the butter curler. If you use anything other than a knife to butter your bread, I guess that means you're smug and tend to think your way is the best way. Okay. But it also means you're good at puzzles. Oh, what do you know? FYI. And finally, barely there. You just use enough butter to oh, get the job I done. I never understood these people. Well, those people are go-getters who move fast and don't waste time. Yeah, maybe that's why. Or you're just on a <laughs> diet. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. Now I want butter. Do you guys mix together butter and jam, jelly, and or marmalade, Tim? Yes. Like, Ooh. do you see, like, if so, you're just, I'm not a butter only person. What is the butter jam sweet. ratio, though? I don't know. Like, is it I 50 just, 50 50 or? I don't know. I kind of just make a, like, my own little yeah, collab. I like, a, I like toast with butter. I like toast with a preserve of some sort. And I also like them together. Mm hmm. So many options. Meanwhile, the perk of a fast food drive through is a convenience, wouldn't you say? Yes. But it's not convenient when it's handed without the bag. Handed to you without the bag. You can't hand it without the bag. Why would you hand it without the bag? Where do the, the fries go? That's dumb. Yeah, people in Pittsburgh have been complaining oh, about a 10-cent bag fee that has started showing up on receipts. Even when ordering at a McDonald's drive-thru in the Pittsburgh area, it's apparently happening at all fast food places throughout the city of Pittsburgh. They got this new ordinance banning plastic bags. Uh, they're not the first city to have done this. Oh, yeah. Um, did we okay. do it? Yeah, I think for, so. Like, we did for a hot bags. minute, and then I think it went away. There are no single-use plastic bags at stores, so you can either bring your own bags or pay a fee. It's usually $0.10 cents for a paper one. Uh, but people in Pittsburgh say they can't understand why it's happening at McDonald's because McDonald's always had paper bags, paper bags, mm -hmm. not plastic. Right. And some think that the McDonald's in Pittsburgh are taking advantage of the rule by just adding this fee to add it. I think you're right. Probably. Especially since, as you pointed out, you need the food bagged for most drive through orders. Huh. McDonald's claims they have no choice. The new Pittsburgh ordinance is requiring them to charge customers 10 cents for each paper bag. For each one? And they don't have that uh -huh. fee outside Pittsburgh city limits. So can you pull in and say, hey, I want the number two with a Coke and no bag, please? I guess that's how you have to order. Yes. Uh, and it seems like the problem in Pittsburgh may be how the ordinance is written. They are supposed to, there are supposedly exceptions for any order 
that includes open food like fries or a muffin, like anything that isn't completely wrapped. So that could mean that a cashier has to determine whether or not the customer gets a bag fee. God, who's going to haggle over this in the drive-thru? Plus, there should yeah. be a reasonable way to avoid the fee since the whole point of it is trying to get people to use fewer bags. Uh, but in grocery stores, you know, that's easy. You can usually bring in your own reusable bags if you want, but it's very unlikely that a restaurant's going to take people's potentially dirty reusable bags inside to, no, to pack right. their order. Right. That's or, against, like, the food. Or if a customer doesn't want a bag, drive through lines will just end up taking longer as cashiers individually give out each item. Here's your burger. Here's your fries. Here's her burger. Here's her fries. Here's your shake. Mm-hmm. while waiting for drivers to find a place in their car to set it down. It just sounds like a mess, literally. Wow. Yeah, Pittsburgh. can't prepared foods. Can you just exempt prepared foods? You would think. In this case. All right. And then finally, some money-saving tips that really add up. Uh, you know of any money-saving hacks that are quick, easy, and fairly painless? Someone asked the question on Reddit, and some of the ones we liked, Put socks and a sweater on before you turn up the heat. Because once <laughs> yeah, you... Jeff, put on socks and a sweater and quit your whining. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, the point is you might not need to turn it up once you put the socks and sweater on. Uh, if you get an email about a sale, Jen, yes. delete it immediately. I've, I've been really good lately. Don't even open it. Mm-hmm. Did you buy that Bengals uh, shirt that I sent you? Yes, she did. Oh, good. It sucks. Oh, it does? It's yes. not very fun? Thin and cropped. Oh, boo. The disappointment. Buy from one of those cheapo places? No. It's from a real deal joint. Yeah. Return it. Yeah, send I it back. I found something else. Okay, great. Is it the white sweater with the bees on no, the sleeve? No, did, did you see the orange sequin jacket? <laughs> yep. They have Bingo. shoes that match. I got those, too. <laughs> They're horribly uncomfortable. <laughs> But I did not get the Uggs. The <laughs> Uggs like boots, the sparkle boots. I did not, but oh. thought about it. Here's another one for impulse buys. When you see something <laughs> you want on Amazon, yeah, put it on your wish list and just wait 48 hours. Put it on yeah. the wish list, wait 48 yeah. hours. If you really want it, you will go back. I have See, I that. do that. I put stuff in my cart all the time on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then end up moving it to my safe for later. Oh, okay. I put stuff. This cart's not exactly the same thing as a wish list, but okay. But yeah, but I put it in the cart and then I just leave it there and then I go back and. And if you don't buy it, you just saved yourself some money. Right. Yeah, but I put Scott and I share an Amazon account. So I secretly will put stuff in the cart hoping that he sees it. And when he goes in to buy something, I like that move. He'll just purchase it as well. God, or hoping solid. he doesn't see it no. and, and just. just Clicks. Just, yes. Yeah. So I just got a sweatshirt out of this deal the other day. Nice. He was like, I don't know what you had in the car, but here it is. <laughs> I love funny. it. I love that move. That's good. Uh, make it a habit to sell that. stuff you don't use. Make it a habit to sell stuff you don't use. Uh, like one thing a month on Facebook Marketplace. It's not really a saving hack, just extra cash in your pocket. I have so many questions about Facebook Marketplace. Um, I oh. sold a couple stuff on eBay. And even though, you know, the fees of having it sponsored and listed cut into my profit. Yeah. It was still like just I I love the execution of that because there's little to no dealing with the customer. You know, I don't have to meet someone somewhere. There's no haggling. There's no game playing. 
the haggling on Facebook Marketplace, and we use it from time to time. That's where I'm like, okay, you list something, it's 200 bucks. You get 16 messages. Will you take 30? No. no. It's $200. <laughs> it's got a price on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will tell you one thing about Facebook, that if you have a business that you want to promote on Facebook, the second you put the link to your business in your post, the Bye-bye. second it does not get any traction. I mean, the algorithms are no definitely, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And they definitely want you using them. They want you to pay for it. Yep. Only buy clothes when they're out of season. Uh, for example, you might find excellent deals on swimsuits right now. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, stop eating meat with every meal. It's expensive, so even one vegetarian dinner a week adds up. Uh, my friend who's a thoracic surgeon, uh, from more from a health standpoint, he challenges his patients who are in the roughest shape. He tries to get him to just... Can you eat fish just once a week? <laughs> no. Just one dinner a week. No, Try the I don't fish. Like fish. Not gonna eat the fish. Give me give me a pill. You know, I'm trying to do baby steps here. I'm just asking <laughs> you. Go for fifteen minutes out, fifteen minutes back. You I'll don't even do have to run and fish once a week. That's all I ask. I'll do that. That's it. Uh, number seven, always carry reusable water with you. Think of how many times you stop to buy a drink. It adds up. Number eight, never buy napkins. Grab extras every time you get fast food. It works with condiments, too. I know. I do. And I bring them into work because they always give me more napkins than I need. Number nine, try piggybacking. That's where you don't run out to get something until you have at least two errands to run. It saves on gas. Mm-hmm. What if I just want to get out of the house because I'm freezing? Yeah. <laughs> and number 10, one more driving hack. Go the speed limit. Gas ain't cheap, and you burn more of it when you drive fast. Uh, you know, the whole reason, like, drive 55 or 55 was, like, the universal speed limit there for many years before we started raising them. Uh-huh. It's because 55 was the most fuel-efficient speed. When you go to 65, you're burning 8% more fuel, oh. and when you're driving 80 miles an hour, it jumps to 28% more fuel. Yeah. Huh. And there you go. Here's your money-saving hacks. That's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Anna, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent. Doing great. It's been a bit. How's life treating yeah. you? Life is good. Busy, kids in sports, working. Oh. Yep. Normal That's stuff. kids in sports thing, man. Oh. That can just, just absolutely. You are not lying. Oh, my. I have three, and they're all three in sports. I can't so imagine. Two. What are they playing right now? Are the, what are they doing? Soccer, cheer, football? Uh, so my youngest is doing swim and soccer. Yeah. My middle is doing fall baseball and flag football. Oh, man. And my oldest is bowling. Bowling! Wow. Nice. Oh, That's fine. A uh, friend of mine in Texas, her son is going to college on a bowling scholarship. That's awesome. Yeah, for real. How fun I is didn't that? even know that was a thing. A thing. Well, yeah, it's totally what? a thing. And there's a couple of schools. I'll have to ask her, but like, I, I feel like one of them is the University of Nebraska and the other one is like University of Texas San Antonio or someplace. Don't That's quote right. me on that. I got to go back and check with her, but... Yeah, this kid's good. That's awesome. And uh, 
And I said, you know, what what sparked your interest in bowling? He's like, well, I mean, nothing really. It's just something we did, but I was too scrawny to play football, so I couldn't play that or I'd get killed. So I just found that I was somewhat good at it, and next thing I knew, I was competing, and then I got offered a scholarship. So Yeah. That's wow. super cool. Yeah, that is super cool. Pretty great. All right. Uh, but let's try to win you $1,000 so you can – Pay for these sports. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. See what we do. It is expensive. All these extracurricular activities that kids are doing. It adds up, man. It sure does. Telling All me. right. So you know the rules. 30 seconds to answer tone questions that begin with the letter of the day. And if you do that without repeating any of your answers, you win the money. Yeah, I hate this letter. This is not a good letter, but uh, two things. One, if anybody can pull it off, it's Anna. Because uh, you've won with a vowel before. I have. I've won twice. I won with the letter E, and I can't remember the other letter. Really? Well, let's see how you do with the letter O. Oh, okay. Ooh. But here's oh. the thing. We're giving you an extra 10 seconds. Okay. Hey. Oh, wow. So you get 40 seconds. Let me put that extra 10 on there. Yeah. So if you can answer 10 questions that begin with the letter O in 40 seconds or less, you will win $1,000. Oh, that's pretty okay. fantastic. All right. So, as Fritz just said, we've got 40 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. So, here we go with the letter O. Name something you spend too much money on. Organizing. A car. Outlander. Something orange. An orange. A country. Mm, pass. Something you stir. Oatmeal cookie dough. Something dirty. Orange crayons. Something with butter. Uh, onion rings. A bug. Pass. A job. Overspending. A sports team. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma. A country. Uh, Omaha. A bug. Al Moth. A country. <laughs> Omaha. Omaha! I know. Omaha. What's his name? Used to, Peyton Manning used to yell at all the time. <laughs> Omaha. Omar. Isn't that a country? Omar. Oh, Oman. 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 Oman, yeah. Yeah. That would be the only one you could I was trying of. to telepathically scream Oman to you. Oman. I've never even heard of that, but darn it. Yeah. Arabian Peninsula. It's pretty East. good, though. Yeah. Pretty good. Man, that was really well. You did a great job. Yeah. Would Thanks. you have accepted orange crayon and orange? No, nah, I was on the no. fence See, on that I one. I think we would have had to pull in a... Yeah. I'm thinking of crayons, though. There are dirty-ass oh, crayons out there. There are. Yes. God, yes. <laughs> when you go eat at a restaurant and they provide you the crayons. Mm-hmm. What was your bug? An owl moth. Is that a real thing? It's a real thing. Oh, good for you. <laughs> How good did you, you know that? Sometimes I just know random information. <laughs> what about, what was the occupation? She was going faster than I could write. She said overspending. Overspending, yeah. yeah. I would have said office worker. I yeah. think that was the most valiant effort I've ever seen on the letter O. That's true. In the history of that contest. I would agree. Just near the country. Darn it. Yep. But we enjoyed the catch-up. So true. Yeah, for sure. Have a great weekend. You too. And we'll talk to you next time. Sounds good, guys. All right. All right. See you, bye. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
gentlemen, I want to introduce you to our new Jeff and Jam Best Friends Club member. This is Madison Baker from Ellesmere, Kentucky. Good morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> Welcome to the club. How are you guys? Oh, Thank you so much. We're great. Great. I was just looking at your application and... Boy, you're keeping busy, man. Look at you. You're working full time. You're a mom, and you're in the process of earning a master's in communication at NKU. Woohoo! North South. Yes. Love that. Love that. <laughs> North South. That's you're right. You're doing your master's in communication. That's so exciting. Well, you got the right yes, job that's... for it. You're the communication and events director for the Kentucky Center of Mathematics at NKU. Oh wow. I am. Oh, that my is a goodness. mouthful. <laughs> Yes, it is. No, it's I'm about halfway through my master's. Um, and, you know, as you said, I work for uh, the Kentucky Center for Mathematics um, for an educational nonprofit that's housed out of NKU. Um, and we work with every school district in Kentucky. We do great work. Um, I'm lucky to be there. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> so what will you do once you once you get the master's? What will you do with that? Um, you know, I'm, I'm also uh, earning a teaching certificate as well. And so there's uh, a chance that I might, you know, teach some gen ed courses at, on NKU's campus. Um, but I'm really hoping to just uh, use it to kind of further my position at KCM and, you know, help us reach all of the teachers, students. I mean, we, we actually we do so much more than just, you know, working with the schools in Kentucky. So, um, you know, it's we have online resources for everybody nationally. So hopefully we'll just continue doing my good work there and you know and it just opens up more doors for you that is so absolutely yep and then in your spare time you you like to sing and you've been in a bunch of choirs and musicals or these like local theater productions that you participate in or these in your church uh where do you have the Um, opportunity to sing and play the flute and make costumes and stuff um, so it's actually been a while since I've been able to do that. I used to participate in some like local Cincinnati theater groups, um, but it's, you know, I've, with my schedule now, it's I've been so busy, it's been hard to do that. So I'm hoping to find something that I can, um, you know, use my creative outlet like that again. <laughs> well, if you're ever looking for a side hustle, it says that you really enjoy cleaning and organizing. And uh, Jen was just saying <laughs> yeah. that her mom's house is in need of some serious. <laughs> Like in the next 48 hours. Decluttering. Yeah, what are you doing later? Jen, let's do it. Let's do Come it. Come on over. Yeah. It's funny because we, we got a cleaning lady now that comes in every other Tuesday. And I find myself, you know, we joke about how we clean for the cleaning person. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. But a lot of it is like the junk on my desk, which I can take a stack of papers and I can stick them in a file cabinet. But... All the little knickknacks and the fired up award. award and the stapler and all the other knickknacks. All the important things. I would think would just be a pain in the butt for someone having a, I mean, like this, just this something to be said for minimizing and just mm-hmm. being a minimalist. That's one of the things that I love about it. Um, you know, I, I actually I help a lot of friends and family members clean when they get overwhelmed. But more so than just the cleaning, I just really love organizing and creating a space for everything. And sometimes that does include downsizing on a couple of things. So, right. But, I feel like yeah. you and I are the same person. I mean, minus the math. <laughs> like the communications, the cleaning, the attitude. Feels good. Ah. Yeah. Minus the math part, though. (laughs) 
I mean it, Jen. I mean it. If, you know, if your mom needs somebody, I'm your girl. I love all that well, stuff. Well, here's so. the thing is I'm the one that's destroyed her house. It's not her. She's been living in <laughs> Illinois the past six months. I'm going to pick her up this weekend. And uh, Her mom since, has no idea. Since she's been gone, I've kind of wrecked the joint. Mm-hmm. So, you know, throwing well, parties. I, you know. <laughs> since, I, since I am trying to start something, I, I need to build a portfolio somehow so we could work something out you where, you know, I come up and pictures. do it for free type thing. <laughs> there you go. Well, we got all your info because you're in the club, so we can That's definitely right. connect if you uh, want to do that, Jen. So true. I am so excited to be a part of the club. You have no idea. I listen to you guys every morning. I love the show so much. You know, like hearing things with Jeff and Kristen and Jen and Jacob, Tim and Chris, you know, uh, Fritch, Scott and Penelope, like everything. I I listen to you guys every morning. So I was so excited (laughs) that I'm a part. We love that you are and uh, welcome. Welcome to the club. Happy to have you. I, I like uh, we're going to make some of your dreams come true because one of the things on the application when you fill it out says, what would your dream prize be to win from Q102? And you put to visit the studio and watch the show. So huh. when you come pick up your, your jersey, we will make that happen for She's you. Gonna that one's come, easy. I just talked to her. She's going to come at, like after, right after this. Oh, sweet. So you're going to see her today. Oh, great. Oh, cool. Your dreams are coming true today. And we'll see you in a little while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so cool. In the meantime, we're going to play the song that you asked for, The Way I Are by Timbaland. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you in a little bit. Thanks for being a Best right, Friends Club member so and part of our radio family. Yeah, yeah. you bet. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, uh, yeah, if you want to apply. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.